0: It happens every summer. Stargazers delight in the opportunity to view constellations that can't be seen in winter, while car lovers delight in the opportunity to own one of our stars. At the Mercedes-Benz Summer Event, you can get the Mercedes-Benz of your dreams for less than you thought possible, like the supremely intelligent E-Class sedan or the awe-inspiring GLC. Don't miss this once-in-a-summertime opportunity. Hurry in to our summer event. Visit MBUSA.com to learn more. Mercedes-Benz. The best or nothing.
1: Welcome to Conversations at Heal. This is your host, Susan Jacoby. On this episode of Conversations at Heal, I want to go over some concrete examples of how we can bring self-love into our life and into our body beginning right now. There's so much talk about self-love, and I know that for a long time I was asking myself, what does that mean? Are those just like two words thrown together? What does it feel like? What's the outcome of applying it into your life or your body? Or what would you be missing if you chose or didn't know how to apply it into your life or your body? I'm purposely consciously bringing awareness to how it feels in my body to practice self-love. There was a time which I confess wasn't that long ago. That I didn't have a clue how self-love looked or felt. I'll take it one step further and tell you that for years, even decades, I hated myself. I mean, I really hated myself. There was a part of me whose only purpose was to see how and if that part could or would kill me. Unfortunately, that part of me didn't come and go. It was around for decades growing stronger every year, growing stronger every day. I distinctly recall perhaps it was the third or fourth year in my healing journey that I was consumed with dying. It's all I thought about for two years straight. I would get up in the morning, I would tend to my children's needs, get to my therapy appointment, and when it was time, I would pick up my children from school, make sure their needs were met with their homework or their snacks and their dinner, But that was the extent of my day. And when I wasn't doing those tasks, the thoughts and plans on dying was consuming me. As I look back on it, I would describe those thoughts as if they were a plastic bag around my brain, trying at every opportunity to squeeze the life out of me. Yes, in case you're wondering, my therapist was well aware what was going on. It was never about putting me in the hospital to fix me. It was about helping me to sort out the feelings that felt like they were squeezing the air out of this bag. Because then I would know what they were, how to recognize them, be aware of them, know how to manage them, and know how to manage my life when those feelings would come back. Slowly, those suicidal feelings for me began to dissipate. Did they go away completely? No. And it's taken me about 10 years to remove them from my thought process. I'm intentionally avoiding taking this conversation further because I want to talk to you about self-love. I just wanted to bring the suicidal ideation into our awareness, into our conversation on how it gets wrapped up into self-love or in this case, the lack of self-love. If you find yourself in need of support or you are dealing with suicidal ideations, please reach out to the Suicide Prevention Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. I cannot emphasize this enough. Feelings are temporary. Suicide is not. Please take care of yourself. My book, How to Love Yourself, Hope After Child Abuse, is available on Amazon. The book touches on topics common to all survivors. And my intent in writing this book was to support other survivors and letting them know that they're not alone in how they feel and also to remove the stigma of the shame and to help other people understand how child abuse affects its survivors. Put in powerful and helpful lessons to show you how to love yourself and that there is hope after child abuse and you can visit Amazon to pick up your copy. So I want to get back into this conversation about self-love last few years. I've worked intently on bringing self-love into my life and I will say, I will describe it of um, a sense of peace that I didn't know about and a sense of power that I can into my life, into my body, and to tell you the truth, in the beginning of all this, in the, into the practice of self love, I'll tell you that I was absolutely, positively, a gazillion percent sure that I was the only human being not entitled to it, and I will also tell you that I am a gazillion percent sure that I was wrong. I am entitled to loving myself. You are entitled to loving yourself. You and I, although we may never have met, although we may be on different continents on this planet, we may speak different languages, we may be different sexes, different races. We are all the same. I've discovered that the thoughts and feelings from my abusers were the fuel that determined that I was unworthy of self-love. It wasn't that I had declared myself unworthy of self-love. I figured out that by their actions towards me, their thoughts towards me, the feelings, the shame that they put onto me fueled my determination that I was unworthy of self-love. Maybe it's not an abuser in your case. Maybe it's an alcoholic parent teaching you that you are not worthy of self-love. Maybe it's verbal abuse. Maybe it's a verbally abusive husband or wife. Or perhaps like me, you have brought it onto yourself from repeated abusive actions when you were an innocent child. The old saying of you become the abuser. It took me a long time to recognize that in my life that I picked up right where my abusers left. I was comfortable with it because I was used to it because it had been ingrained in me. It's a very natural response, just as it's a natural response to love yourself, to have boundaries when you are taught how to love yourself and have boundaries. All of this is about awareness And noticing how you are thinking, feeling, and acting. Without being aware of those things, it is impossible to change those things. All the examples that I gave you, the alcoholic parent, the verbally abusive spouse, the abusers, the sexual abusers, they were all wrong. And you are a capable and lovable human being as a side note. And I'm not defending them or their actions at all, but they are human beings. And I do want to say that they too are capable and lovable. I don't want to spend time talking about that side of it. I just wanted to bring that into our awareness because perhaps one of them an abuser, a verbally abusive spouse, a alcoholic who has children are listening to this podcast and they too want to know how to better their ways. The only difference between them and the survivor is that they have chosen to remove themselves so far from their innocence, let's say their, the fact that they are survivors they have now become the abusers the alcoholic the verbally abusive spouse so i want to go over some subtleties that i've noticed in my body as i have allowed self love to wash over me if if you will i listen to my body and tend to its needs now as an example if I am hungry, not only do I eat, I choose foods that nourish me. I didn't just magically wake up and become this way. I assure you there were years, decades where I would punish myself and see how long I could go without eating. And I know, I know that's not, it's not good for me. Believe me. I know that it was a form of continuing the abuse onto myself. Can you identify the part of me that wanted to destroy me? That part of me that hated me so much, it overtook my needs to eat, needs to nourish my body. How does this idea of nourishing your body feel for you? How does it show up? Through awareness, I can feel the toxins that are entering my body as I drink Uh, let's say, a Coke. And likewise, I can feel the nutrients energizing my body as I eat, let's say, raspberries. I invite you to be aware of the difference in how your body is feeling when you're choosing to drink Coke over water or beer over water or Raspberries over candy. You get the idea. It's just an opportunity to bring more awareness into your life. How else does self love show up in your life? Boundaries. If you've listened to conversations at HEAL, you'll know that I talk a lot about boundaries. And I admit it that it's hard to set them up when you're not used to it. And it's hard to manage people in your life who are resistant to your commitment to put yourself first. How do I know that? Because I've been there. I know what that's like. Boundaries are about taking care of you. Think about the airline stewardess who makes the announcement to put your mask on before you put on your child's. If you don't have oxygen, then how on earth do you expect to help someone who is in need of putting on their mask? Another way to practice self-love is to take time for yourself to nurture your soul, taking a walk, connecting with nature, going to a movie, getting a massage, all are examples of how you can feed your soul and bring self-love into your body. If I were listening to this 10 years ago, I would be the first to revolt and say, where do you expect me to get time to take care of myself? And feeling like I was already defeated Because I don't have the time or I didn't have the time or I didn't have the resources to experience what I would refer to as, quote, lavishes, unquote, priorities, my listening friends. If you were like how I was, I was operating out of habit and had already made the choice that I didn't have the time for self-care. I didn't give those who loved me a chance to show their love by offering to help me take care of myself. How many scenarios can you think of where you have determined the outcome based on your inner dialogue? Think about it, be aware of it and notice it. Give yourself a chance to say, Oh, now isn't that curious? I do do that. Now let me try something else. That could kill you. Worst case scenario, you'll go back to your old ways. And there's nothing wrong with that. We are all creatures of habit. Saying that you don't or you can't bring something new into your life, plain and simply, isn't true. Think of something that you really want or something that you are willing to do absolutely anything to get. Be honest with yourself. This is so not about me. This is about you asking yourself, do you find a way to get what you really want? Perhaps it's a cigarette. Perhaps it's a bottle of vodka. Perhaps it's a drug. It's a bag of cookies. You find a way to get those things and you can turn it around and entertain the possibility that you can find a way to bring time in for self-love. Think about applying that determination into bringing self-love into your life. How would your body feel? Or perhaps journal about how you envision your body feeling when it is loved. Would it serve you better to journal about other feelings that are coming up? Go ahead and do it. Self-love alert. Doing and listening is an example of self-love. So what if you regress for an hour, a day, a week, instead of throwing in the towel and declaring that you are unable to bring self-love into your life? Is it possible that noticing where you went back to your old habit and became aware, conscious of your actions is another form of self-love? It is. The truth is, is that we are all human beings and human beings are designed to make mistakes. You have free will, I have free will, and free will allows us to choose what we are going to do after we make the quote-unquote mistake. I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to tell you that it was easy for me to bring self-love into my life. I will sit here and I will tell you that by far it is one of the best, if not the best, gifts that I have given to myself on my healing journey. It is simply about awareness to your actions, awareness and how you are minimizing self-love in your body and life and awareness to how you are bringing self-love into your body and into your life. Please contact me at Susan at Conversations at Heal.com if I can support you on your healing journey. I know that I've given you a lot to think about. And that's okay because bringing in new ideas, a form of self-love, listening to this is a form of self-love. Leave a comment on Blog Talk or iTunes to support me and reaching listeners who are also in search of living a life of peace and joy and full of self-love. Remember that you are a lovable and capable human being. Thank you for listening to Conversations That Heal.
0: It happens every summer. Stargazers delight in the opportunity to view constellations that can't be seen in winter, while car lovers delight in the opportunity to own one of our stars. At the Mercedes-Benz Summer Event, you can get the Mercedes-Benz of your dreams for less than you thought possible, like the supremely intelligent E-Class sedan or the awe-inspiring GLC. Don't miss this once-in-a-summertime opportunity. Hurry in to our summer event. Visit MBUSA.com to learn more. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. It happens every summer. Stargazers delight in the opportunity to view constellations that can't be seen in winter, while car lovers delight in the opportunity to own one of our stars. At the Mercedes Benz Summer Event, you can get the Mercedes Benz of your dreams for less than you thought possible, like the supremely intelligent E Class sedan or the awe inspiring GLC. Don't miss this once in a summertime opportunity. Hurry in to our summer event. Visit MBUSA.com to learn more. Mercedes Benz, the best or nothing.